0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor, I want to bring you fun, I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives, in your dating lives, and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and while we're just kind of getting to the swing of a brand new year here, And today I want to be bringing up some things that maybe you need to be thinking about if you are re-entering the dating scene, potentially after or perhaps after a separation, maybe a divorce, maybe you've gotten out of a long-term relationship and, you know, you're at that point where you're wanting to put yourself out there again. And January is a busy time for dating. It's new years, new resolutions. The apps are swarming with new people that are wanting to kind of find their special someone in 2024. So in today's show, I want to talk about things that you want to be considering if you are re-entering the dating scene after a little bit of a break because you've obviously you've been in a relationship. Now, before I dive in, I just want to remind everybody that applications are open if you are looking to get a little support from a coach this year. It's my joy and my pleasure to work with a handful of men throughout 2024 as I do in all my previous years to really help them show up in dating, have a lot more fun, build a lot of confidence, avoid certain areas that are going to cause you to overthink or stress out, be really frustrated or make mistakes or settle for the wrong women so that you can ultimately show up, bring your authentic self to the dating process and really start attracting like-minded quality women who are looking for what you're looking for looking for monogamous relationships with open communication, physical intimacy, trust, love, adventure, passion. And sometimes it finds really, you know, feels really difficult to try and find that kind of person when the dating scene has drastically changed. So if you are looking for a little support this year, then, you know, don't be afraid. You know, I'd love to have a conversation with you. you. You know, I always start with a just a very genuine chat us to get to know each other and see if we'd be right to work together and if we are we talk about what that looks like and talk about the time time frame in which that would feel supportive to you so applications are open don't hesitate to book that free dating strategy call with me and you can do so through the show the link in the show notes here of the podcast or head over to my website at www.kimberlyninahill.com to learn a little bit more about me my prior clients some of their results and of course the link is there to book the call as well So, you know, tips, things to think about if you're re-entering the dating scene, especially after a divorce, or let's say you've been separated for quite some time, or you've gotten out of a long-term relationship. Now, you know, if this is really new for you, then the first thing I want to say is, like, you're just simply not ready to be dating. As much as you might be desiring the feeling of being with someone new, because that's a comfortable place for you, if you have literally just got out of a relationship, weeks ago a month ago you know you have not been separated for very long or you're still living in the same dwelling as your ex-partner then no you're not ready and I I say that you know pretty bluntly because while I've made that mistake and it was pretty disastrous and most people make that mistake and it's pretty disastrous and that's because we haven't had time for any real true self-reflection and when you want to jump into a new relationship You know, I get the temptation. You know, you might have been married for a really long time. It's really comfortable. Your identity is really fused as being someone's husband, as being someone's boyfriend, as being someone's partner. And we want to kind of be back in that comforting feeling. We really seek and desire the comfort of being in that relationship. But literally the worst mistake you can make is diving into the dating scene before you've really had a time to process and heal. So make sure that you have reflected on your past relationship. What what what's causing it to end? What caused it to end? What have you learned from that? And ultimately, from that learning that you're going to do, what has that taught you about what you need or want or desire in a new partner? And what does that teach you about what you need or want or desire within yourself? And what does that teach you about some of the skills that you might need so that you don't repeat the same pattern in a new relationship? Right? Make sure that you have processed the emotions associated with your previous relationship. So guilt or shame or fear or sadness or loneliness or maybe self-doubt or insecurity because maybe your partner was withdrawing from you physically a lot. It's really important that when you do decide to enter the dating scene, you do that with a clear head and a healed mind. Because if you don't, then you will... See that reflected in your dating experience. If you're unclear and you're unhealed, you're going to attract unclear and unhealed women. And that is very frustrating. (laughs) And you might burn the oil real hot with one of them, thinking she's the freaking best thing since sliced bread. And then she's going to be really toxic and criticize you and withdraw. And you're going to think, what the F is going on here? And the truth is, our dating experiences are often a real reflection of what's going on with us internally. So if we're not clear, if we're not healed, if we haven't learned from our past, then we will continue to repeat the same experiences over and over again until we finally learn. And hopefully we do. So before you jump into the dating scene, just, you know, take some time to figure out who you are, to do some reflection. You know, journaling is a great way to do that. Working with a coach or therapist is a great way to do that. Or just, you know, rediscovering who you are now that you are a single guy. Who's back out in the world? Right. One of the fun exercises I love to do with clients is helping them through this process of rediscovering their identity. And it can be really an awakening and reflective process that's really helpful for your healing. So, as you do take time for self reflection and you do focus on your own healing, that's going to look differently for everybody. It's going to take different timeframes for everyone. Maybe you really need to reinvigorate your own passions or hobbies or get into, you know, new hobbies or passions such as meditation or yoga or spending more time in nature. Whatever it is, it's just going to help you kind of feel better about yourself. Because, yes, the temptation to get on dating apps and chalk with some hot, sexy lady, you know, today, tomorrow was like it's there. It's tempting. Who doesn't like the validation and the dopamine hit we get from a ding or a buzz on our phone when someone we're excited about is messaging us? but you don't want to chase validation. You don't want to chase those dings and bells when you, haven't really un- when you haven't really healed or resolved some of the emotions and issues from your prior relationship. It's literally a fast track to confusion, hurt, and potentially even a toxic relationship. So you need to heal. You need to self-reflect. And then you can really focus on building your confidence, building your self-esteem. And that takes time, right? And it takes time because we need to engage in activities that make us feel good about ourselves. Whether, again, that's joining the gym, pursuing hobbies, developing new skills, reading books, re-engaging with old friends, just doing the stuff that makes us feel good. Because if you're not working on how to take care of yourself or how to make yourself feel good, then you're going to be pouring from an empty cup when it gets to dating or a relationship. And what's going to happen is you're going to inadvertently expect and need more from this new woman that you're dating which can inadvertently push her away because she's going whoa this dude doesn't know how to make himself feel good or doesn't have any of his own hobbies or passions he's needing way too much of me than I can give him I'm out of here right so women don't want to be suffocated as much as they desire closeness and romance they certainly don't want to be suffocated by a man and that's going to happen if you haven't focused on building your own self-confidence and self-esteem you are going to Accidentally, inadvertently by be led by a woman's emotion. So if she feels good, you'll feel good. If she feels bad, you'll feel bad because you're gonna find that you feel responsible for how she feels. And that happens when you're not taking care of yourself. We get enmeshed and we overgive and we get really worried that if I mess it up with this woman, then I'm never gonna find anyone else. And we start to think this way and have this mindset when we're not focusing on our own self-esteem and self-confidence. This is huge right? So, you know, if you really aren't feeling your best version, and again, this is not about you need to reach some perfect level in order to get out there dating, but you need to be actively working on you. And maybe that looks like updating your wardrobe or grooming or just a little, you know, self-care in that way too. Nothing, nothing wrong. I mean, you see this all the time with women, right? They get out of a relationship and they need like this radical new identity. So they chop off all their hair or they dye their hair blonde or (laughs) whatever it is that they do because You know, this is part of their healing process of doing something that they think makes them feel good. And sometimes that new haircut is incredibly inspiring and sometimes it leads to a lot of tears, right? But for you guys, it's like, what about updating your wardrobe and grooming? If you've gotten out of a long term relationship, it's likely you got into a routine, the pattern of how you got dressed and the stuff you would wear and maybe outfits that even your former partner would pick up for you. But what do you want to be doing? What do you want to be wearing? And what do you want to look like? Do you want to? grow some stubble? Or do you want to, you know, get a new haircut? Or do you want to get out there and just buy a new leather jacket so you can, you know, channel your inner James Dean or Marlon Brando? What do you need to do just to make you feel good? And there ain't nothing wrong with going out and buying yourself a, you know, a new outfit to do that. You know, obviously, you know, spending money is not the solution to everything, but ain't nothing wrong with making yourself feel good, presenting yourself in a way that makes you feel confident and comfortable. When I'm going to have an upcoming YouTube video, in fact, on the five outfits that women love on men. So if this is an area of interest to you, stay tuned for that within the next, I think, month or six weeks. That's coming out. We, I kind of do a six-week lead time on those videos. Now, yeah, update your wardrobe, your grooming, make yourself feel good, get yourself a new shampoo, whatever it is. Just focus on you. Little things go a really long way when it comes to your own healing and progress in life especially after a long-term relationship, divorce, separation, where we, you know, we do get into some pretty static patterns, buying the same things, eating the same things, dressing the same way, going to the same places. Shake up that routine so that you can change and grow as an individual. Now, of course, we want to make sure that we have the right mindset, a mindset of positivity and a mindset of abundance. Do not approach dating with a mindset of scarcity because you will attach, connect, and accept women that you shouldn't be dating. When you feel like you don't deserve more than what's in front of you or that you're never going to find a great woman, that what happens is you convince yourself to accept the little tiny bits of affection that you are getting from someone that probably isn't even right for you. So you need to approach dating with a positive, abundant mindset, be open to new experiences and new connections and honestly check that bitterness at the effing door because the biggest turnoff for women and the biggest thing that's going to just mess up your dating life is if you are jaded, bittered, feeling negative, or you have just some baggage from your past relationships, that shit is going to follow you around like a ball and chain and there is no way to shake it unless you deal with it, right? So that leads to just making sure you have realistic expectations that hey, if you've been freaking married for 20 years and you're reentering dating again, like that's going to be tough for you. And it's, it's, it's a challenge that you can absolutely get through. But it's, it's important to understand that dating has changed. Expectations have changed. Standards have changed. And you want to make sure you've got realistic expectations of what dating is going to look like for you. And learn to be patient because honestly, when you're fulfilling yourself and feeling good and having a great life, you don't feel this like desperate rush or desperate need to couple up right away. And you understand that it does take time to find the right person. That's normal. And it takes, you know, it takes longer for some people than others. And that's not a reflection on you being less worthy or more worthy. It's just sometimes it takes a little bit longer to find the person that you are looking for. And that's okay. And if you're not okay with that, you want to get okay with that. Because if you're not, it's going to affect how you show up and who you connect with. So. If you are going to venture into the territory of using Tinder, Match, Hinge, Bumble, Plenty of Fish, Happen, or you're going to get on some apps, know how to use them and know how to create a good profile. Honestly, I feel like guys get this like one shot, women too, in, in, in essence, but when you sign up for a brand new dating profile, it's your one shot right? When that profile goes live, the algorithm goes, yes, a new person. Let's see how this person does. So if you don't spend time being honest or picking good photos and setting up a great profile from the onset, you lose that initial kind of flood and wave that you would get if you went live with a good profile. So make sure that you actually invest in creating a profile that is honest and representative of who you are and shows your positive sides, shows you off in a really great way because. You know, people are making judgments of your profile, as we all well know, and you want to get out there with your best foot forward. So make sure you choose the right dating platform for you and really just be cautious about, you know, how you go about using that. Because if you're swiping on every single woman, you're just kind of behaving like a bot, right? You're behaving with a person that has, you know, no standards or, or no specificity on what you're looking for. And that doesn't work favorably for the algorithms on dating apps. So you wanna use them wisely and you wanna make sure that when you do go live, you've actually set up a good profile versus one that's gonna immediately start getting overlooked and then you go to the bottom of the pile. And it's not just about photographs. Those are hugely important, but it's also about the energy, the things that you talk about in your profile. And a lot of these dating apps, they, they create these question and answer prompts. And I think half of them are garbage because they set you up to talk about negative things. Or talk about poor experiences. And you definitely don't want to be highlighting the profile. Same thing, guys. If you saw a woman on there and she had like, you know, p- pretty good photos. But then she she kind of writes in her bio that she's su- super burnt out with dating. So don't even bother messaging her unless you know what you want. Like, you're not going to swipe on that. Because immediately you're like, ew, that's, that's so negative. And like, I don't want to even vibe with this person. She seems so unfun and jaded. Well, be mindful that there's a lot of ways that that can be represented in your profile, too, without even you explicitly saying it. So really check in with your own energy there. And just lastly, like one of the biggest pieces of advice and probably the hardest one to really follow and do is to take things slow. Because like I said before, you know, there's so many elements that we need to be checking in with ourselves on as we get out there and date. And one of the things that we inadvertently do is we get excited by someone we like and we rush into a commitment. And we rush into a new relationship, sometimes on our first date, the first woman you meet, because you're so excited. You're like, wow, I thought this was gonna be way harder. And I've met this amazing attractive woman. And week later we're now in like a committed relationship. And it's holy frick, like what about all the other ladies that you could have met? Like, how come you have to commit so quickly to somebody? So take time to really get to know the person you're dating because it takes time to allow a connection to develop naturally. And everybody is charming in the beginning not everybody, but most people are good at being positive and charming in the beginning. And then over time, as you have conflict or reach challenges or realize you have different communication styles, then people show their true selves. And at this point, what you're already, you're already engaged to this woman. So slow things down because you as a man are high value and there is no rush for you to couple up with a woman. You want to make sure that when you choose to commit to a woman, you're, you're pretty damn sure that she's a good choice for you based on compatibility and things that you've reflected on from your prior relationships. so if you feel really physically connected to someone in the beginning the temptation is great if I commit to her I'll keep getting this level of physical intimacy but that doesn't happen unless all the other things are addressed that are needed to create physical intimacy when it comes to longevity in a relationship so this is my little spiel there's a lot of things to think about here but they're really important things to think about And if you aren't thinking about these things, then you really open yourself up to a lot of frustration when it comes to the dating scene. Now, the truth is, sometimes we need support with this stuff because we overthink things. We have self-limited beliefs or something triggers us in the dating space and we don't know how to respond or deal with it. And that's why I love being a coach, because not only do I really enjoy helping my clients with the big picture, I love getting into the granular details too, because sometimes we really just need a second opinion on the text message we received, or sometimes we really need to understand how to respond appropriately so we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. And I have this phenomenal client that I'm working with now, and he's you know, dating again and he's getting, you know, to the point where he's like emotionally open and feeling a lot more clear about himself and his path forward. And so he got on dating apps and he met a lot of great women really early on. There's no surprise. He's a great, great guy, great catch. And he got really quickly into a situation where he's got, you know, a couple dates and meetings lined up with women, but one of those dates has progressed a little quicker for him. And I think she was getting to the point where, you know, after things get a little more physically intimate, like women want to kind of get some answers from men. And the temptation for him was to kind of cut all these other women off that he hadn't even gotten a chance to get to know and commit to this one woman. And we can respond in, in ways that aren't very helpful for us when we start to feel a little bit responsible for the emotions of women or people that we're dating. So this is where sometimes getting support from a coach is like, absolutely instrumental because sometimes we need to slow down and respond versus react. Reacting gets us in trouble. Responding is a much more uh, confident and appropriate way to move forward. So don't hesitate to to book a complimentary consultation with me where we can just understand kind of where you're at and your strategy moving forward and be my pleasure to to support you and get to know you. So don't hesitate to book that call. Look forward to, to meeting and hearing from you. And hopefully today's podcast just provided a little bit of thought, a little bit of insight, a little bit of guidance, some of the things to think about. If you're new to dating again, or it's been some time, hopefully you guys have taken some good value out of the show. If you like this podcast, if you've really enjoyed my content on YouTube or Instagram or on the show, please drop me a review. It really helps to kind of spread this podcast out. It's been just something that I have done organically for many years now, you know, I want to put content out that is free, that is useful, but that is authentic and genuine. You know, this is not a podcast about girls laughing at men or us taking the piss out of that. Like, I think that stuff is really harmful. So I really like to put out content that's really genuine and and create some good perspectives because we all deserve to have great dating experiences. And remember, dating should be fun, shouldn't be super painful and stressful. So if it is, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Maybe a dating coach could make things a little more fun for you. And that certainly is my uh, objective. So um, thanks everyone for tuning into this week's episode of the Self-Confidence Project and uh, chat to you all next week. Bye.